This is the Comp Effect Podcast. When you focus on workers' compensation, you'll have a safer work environment, more productive staff, lower expenses, and you'll crush your competition. We're sharing real-world stories, actionable tips, business-friendly advice, and information to help your business. I'm your host, Todd Tams. Enjoy the show. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We are we are going to create some magic today. I am super pumped to have this episode's podcast host on, uh, Jess Santis. He is the CEO and founder of Zendries. And we're kind of already amped up. We've been talking about 20 minutes before we even started recording here. So we're probably going to go back and try and rehash some of it. But uh, this is going to be an awesome podcast about the future of what we're doing with injury and claim management. And Jess, I'm just, thank you for stopping by the podcast today. Oh, pleasure is all mine. You know, I love stuff like this. We, we talked a little bit a minute ago about it's very rare that you get to have a workers' compensation conversation and it actually be somewhat enjoyable. So that's what you're in for, folks. <laughs> we, yeah, we've been geeking out for a while, haven't we here? The first time. Yeah, is- yeah I like it. Look, I'm already giddy. It's embarrassing. <laughs> this, is what, this is what two work comp new nerds get excited about on a Monday morning. <laughs> shameless Um, i'm shameless about it too re-reporting i love it i love it so you've got a great backstory that i'm sure none nobody here has ever heard of um you want to just kind of give us the the five minute overview about what your past life was like and how it led you into this one sure sure so just you know thirty thousand foot view is probably close enough um so i am one of the nerds that knew he was going to be in insurance uh, since he was probably about 10 years old. And just so you know, my dad was in the military for 40 years, retired uh, colonel in the military, ran a facility in Winder, Georgia, Air National Guard. Very strict fellow, you know, had a lot of purpose, uh, wanted me to have a lot of purpose, which I love. And then I had my uncle who was just always jovial, telling jokes, having a good time. And I thought, he was in insurance. I thought it, how you acted in your life, depending on what you did for a living. And so I was like, well, that's a no brainer. I'm going to drive these Chryslers and, uh, you know, work in the insurance industry and smell like old spice instead of smell like jet fuel and wear a green jumper, you know, and be angry. <laughs> I'm kidding. But that's kind of what I was thought process was as a 10 year old. And it just so happened that we kind of lived out that, uh, dream. And I, I came to work with him straight into commercial, insurance right out of the gate and so any producers listening know how this goes you know you you sit here you pass it back then you had to go to a a a course you had to do 40 hours and then you had to pass your test now you just kind of have to pass the test and you get umpteen tries and so either way you pass a test and you are legal now you can sell anything to anybody and it doesn't make you capable but it does make you legal. And that's all I needed. I needed to be legal. And I was just naturally good at the sale of insurance. I just like people and people like me back. And that alone got me a lot of victories. And so I started making money right out of the gate. So I thought, why would I learn anything about insurance when all I have to do is sell it to somebody? I I figured if I knew 1%, I knew 100% more than they did. 
and I barely knew 1%. And so I just took that and ran with it. By the way, I'm not bragging about this. This is embarrassing looking back. But I know that there's a lot of people listening that can relate with that. Um, but as time went on, he sold the agency. I was along with the sale and I decided I wanted to kind of do my own deal. And I broke out from a bigger um, alphabet agency and started my own brick and mortar in 2007. And immediately, well, by the way, there's a little backstory there. We had a couple of situations where people that actually started really, you know, as an agent, you start forming relationships with some of your clients. And I had some relationships where people's insurance program was just not good. It wasn't working good. And honestly, it was a boilerplate insurance program. I was just selling boilerplate insurance programs, nothing special. And a few times, you know, they had to try to get attorneys to help get coverage. And, you know, I could just see when we were in this deposition and, you know, they, they would just look at me with these eyes of you dog, you know, why didn't you tell me or why didn't you help me? And I thought as I was exiting those meetings, driving home, I was like, you know, whose responsibility is it? And honestly, it, it, I drew the conclusion, I'm the pro, you know, they pay me to make sure they don't have to know the ins and outs of this stuff. And so from that point on, it did honestly change my life. And a big reason why I wanted to go start my own thing was I wanted to transform what I thought was a very broken system. Honestly, I still do. And, and I did, we did a, we did a lot in a little amount of time. Uh, we, we grew from nothing, um, to about a, um, $3 million revenue shop in about eight years. And during that time, we had started working on a work comp software that helped people navigate through workers comp, the, the system when they had claims faster. And in, we were trying to erase a lot of the frustration and friction that's just typical in the work comp system that causes a lot of fat, fluff and waste. And we actually stumbled onto something that worked and it got to the point where I needed to either continue down the agency road or sell it and focus full time on the software. And I chose to sell my agency to Assured Partners, 12th largest agency in the country, and just go down this road of software for workers' compensation. And uh, that was about five years ago. It was the best decision I ever made and kind of what brings us here together today. Long backstory. Well, that's a great backstory. And the points that you bring up, the barrier to entry to this in, to this industry is not high. I mean, pass a test and you're licensed, right? And that's probably yes. my biggest frustration is I think from the 30,000 foot view, people think the insurance, insurance agents are all the same. And I live and work and breathe in this industry on a daily basis. And we are not the same. There are people out there that are doing some amazing things like what you're doing to the guy that's pushing a policy at the cheapest price. That's the wrong fit for a, for a, a client you know, just to get the sale. And so I think you made the right decision with what you're doing with injuries. And I think this is, this is really going to, it's, it's already changed my perception of how the entire claim process should be managed with what you're doing. And I can't wait to talk about that today. Awesome. Well, me either. <laughs> so the, let's talk about where the idea to start Zendries came from. You're, you're running your own business and you want to change the claim. Okay. So, uh, 
I think to get the idea of the workers comp, let me tell you about the property and casualty. So we sold the property, the general liability, the auto, all that kind of stuff. And those policies, I said boilerplate, they are boilerplate, right? I mean, uh, the carriers are not naturally going to give you every single type of coverage known to man. First of all, because we've as agents, well, not everybody, right? But let's just say we're all, can we all just agree We've been grouped in this insurance salesman world because there are some people that act in bad faith. There's some that act in the cheapest policy. And then there's a sliver that wants to be best in class. <laughs> the best in class road is a hard road to go. So the majority is going the other way, which gives us all that reputation of just barely maybe above a used car salesman. So we decided that we didn't like that boilerplate world. It didn't cover everybody. And so what we were going to focus on is what's not covered. So that point, at any point in time, you can look your friend, your business owner in the face, and you could say, if it goes bad, you say, at least I shared that with you. I'll give you the opportunity at the purchase to make a decision of whether or not you want this or not. I don't care if you buy it or not. And we were very, very transparent. We would say, listen, I'm going to earn 15% total commission at an agency level on this thing. So if you add that endorsement, you know, it's another two grand. I mean, I'm hardly making any money. I don't care. You know, at the end of the day, this is not going to determine what I eat tonight. So it's truly about you. If you want this coverage, it erases a million dollar exposure, buy it. If you don't, I don't care because risk assumption is part of insurance, right? You can tra you don't have to transfer all insurance. Assuming risk is okay too, as long as you did it on purpose. So that's how we behaved in the property and casualty world, but in workers comp, there is nothing to you. There's no endorsements. There's nothing you can do to make the policy a little more uh, inclusive. It just is what it is, right? And so it was always this outlier, but the problem with workers comp is it was the biggest outlier. It usually cost the most. It was most certainly the most dimly viewed. Uh, every single commercial on TV from work comp attorneys is it just perpetuates this dimly viewed system because they just insinuate that it's a very bad system. Have you been hurt at work? So, oh my God. Yeah, I have. What, why? Oh my God. You better call us. You know, it's cool. You know, and everybody's like, Oh, I'm so scared. And, and so, and we've, when's the last time you saw an ad that was run by, Travelers, hardware, any work comp provider that says, listen, guys, that's completely not true. These attorneys are just trying to attach to what you're naturally going to get, you know, just, just disregard that. Nobody runs an ad saying work comp is awesome, you know. So we've basically ceded this territory to these attorneys for the last 30 years, which just creates and helps create, not just truly creates, but it, it certainly is an ingredient to creating this very dark system known as workers' comps, all scary. And then we were like, you know what? As you look at it, you're like, wait a minute. This is not a dark system. It's, it's honestly, if you want to have a true conversation about it, it's the most benevolent insurance that exists because it's dealing with people. It's dealing with not just the people, but their families, their communities, their livelihoods. And there's no deductibles. There's no co-pays. There's no limit. It even pays lost wages. Are we kidding ourselves? I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful system. Why is nobody saying that? And so we decided we would, but even more than that, we were going to help people get through it without all the darkness. We were kind of going to be their, their Sherpa at Mount Everest. You know, we were going to carry the heavy load, 
teach them where to step, teach them where to go, do all this kind of stuff. And as we did that, we noticed a lot of redundancies, right? Like it, a work comp claim is a work comp claim, regardless of who you are and where you are, it's going to go through this same system. So there's a lot of redundancies, which mean that we could we could automate this. And we start looking around, like, where's the tech, man? Where is the, where's the platform? Where's the app? And so as we tried to find one, we couldn't. We decided naively, by the way, to just build one. How hard could it be, right? So here we sit five years later, over 20 million lines of custom code later, and we have a pretty slick system, but it has been as hard as pushing a rope uphill with your nose uh, in a lot of situations. A lot of building the plane while you're flying, um, but the results have been fantastic. Um, so what we do is we lower the cost of every single claim by automating a lot of the high volume, low value tasks that typically come with a work comp claim, if you're gonna do it. And so there's two options really. Well, there's three, do nothing, just use the system as it is. Number two is you white knuckle as an agency and you just get better, you know? You just hunker down and you make sure your people are gonna try harder and get better. And maybe you can make a difference for as long as you can sustain that maximum output. Or the last one is you better use some automation that's gonna help you amplify your bandwidth. And that's what Zendries is. We need to dig in and start doing a demo here. But everything that you've said, the, the, the last five minutes, that's exactly why we're doing this podcast. For most people and most businesses, work comp is two four-letter words that they don't want to talk about. And the, there's so many businesses and how they perceive work comp is different. Most businesses, if they have one claim a year, that's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't even understand how the system works and they get in there and they're not clear with what the expectations of the underwriter, who's supposed to manage it at, at the business, what doctor we go into, all of those things. And if you're a business out there listening to this, I guarantee you the biggest expenditure you have on, on your insurance premium is just like Jess said here, it's your worker's compensation policy, probably 50% of your overall insurance mm -hmm. expense. Uh, it's entirely controllable by you. And that is why we're talking today. And let's, uh, you want to do a screen share, Jess, and let's dig into this. Yeah, love to. And while I'm getting my screen ready, I kind of want to piggyback on what you just said really quickly, because it's imperative that people understand this. And I'm sure a lot of businesses these days that struggle with work comp or are afraid that they're going to struggle with workers comp. A lot of agencies will use these mod calculators, you know, mod master, uh, Modic, just different mod calculators out there that say, hey, your experience mod is if it's over one, you're going to pay more. If it's under one, you pay less. And here's the lowest controllable where you could get to. And here's the claims that attributed to where you are now. And, you know, a lot of businesses kind of just get stunned right there. And the purpose of that meeting is really to try to help them understand that you can have better results if these claims would have went better. But the frustration with a lot of businesses and mod calculators is it leaves you kind of empty, right? Because you're like, well, what the hell do you expect me to do about that? You know, I thought you as an agency was going to help me keep this claim low, or I thought, you know, your wonderful insurance company that you sold me was going to keep this claim low. And they start saying, you know, I don't know anything because I, I believe in safety. I invest in safety. I want everybody to go home safely. I don't want claims. I mean, you don't have to convince any business 
to be safe, right? They want that. They don't want people hurt. They don't want the inconvenience. They don't want the cost expense of it. I mean, so people already believe in that. So when you're using the mod master and all that kind of stuff, it's like, you, where, where do they go from there? And so as you're, as I show you a little bit of injuries, this was our solution to that. It was like, I'm glad you asked, you know, that was the X on the map just to show you where you are in the theme park. But if you will get on board this, it's more like a GPS self-driving car. We're going to get you to the better outcome every time. How much of a better outcome? Well, it remains to be seen. So typically right now we're producing about a 30.3% better cost per claim for the last five years compared to the regular work comp industry. And so this, this uh, demo I'm about to share with you will show you how we do that. So let me know if you can see my screen. I can see your screen. So for those of you that are listening to this on um, Apple or Spotify, we also have a channel on YouTube that this will be available on. Uh, search for the compeffect.com and you'll be able to view what Jess is sharing on his screen right now. And to dovetail into what you said, Jess, those, those two softwares, Mod, Modjik and Modmaster, we use Modmaster right now. Um, they're a great tool for telling you what has happened. You're exactly right. And if you've got a high mod, you're looking back and you're saying, hey, we've had all of these claims, or we've had these issues, where do we go from here? And for most clients, this is my personal, my personal belief here, for most clients that there's not enough workers' compensation premium to have the insurance team be an expert and help you navigate through all these claims. And most insurance agents out there probably don't have the depth of expertise to do that either. And if, if I'm a business, I would seriously look at the, the Zendry software because you don't have to worry about people in your position that come and go or leadership changes. You put this process in, you put the system in, and it's going to work behind the scenes for you. And then it's right there, ready to go, like engine waiting whenever you need it, fires right up. And Jess and his team of professionals will walk you through this entire process every single day and get the outcome that you need. And I'll turn it over to you now. I'm, I'm off my soapbox here. I just, yeah, well, listen, thank I, you very much. <laughs> well, I certainly appreciate that. And you couldn't be more right. I mean, let's just be real honest here. Workers' comp is a, is a broken system right now. You know, there's a lot of people trying to affect it, um, but we couldn't find anybody trying to play in this particular space that we're going to share with you today, which in my opinion is where the needle moves the most in either direction, either good or bad. So we want to influence it towards the good. You know, we don't want just the insurance carriers to win. We want the policyholders to win. And so when we were kind of starting out, we were wondering, we would ask a lot of business owners, what, what are you currently using? Like, do you use any system at all? And they would say, there was three answers typically. One was no, I don't use any system at all. I'm just going to call the insurance hotline when I have the claim. Or number two is I, well, I use paper folders, you know, and Susie back there does a really good job. She's, she's been doing this 30 years. And so it's all manual. And the third one and the most, I guess, uh, advanced was Excel. And somebody had built some sort of Excel forms, got the names and some claim data and stuff like that. All of that is really unacceptable in today's world, right? It's all hundred percent manual or even absent from having anything but it's just not going to be sustainable. And that's a big part of what we do is sustainability. And what you just mentioned is like, think about what these people are going to experience when they come into the workers comp system. 
A lot of them don't remember what to do. Even if you took them to some sort of webinar or lunch and learn, they don't have claims every day. So they, they need something that's automated. And the automation is critical because what it does is it automatically creates more bandwidth for people that do know what they're doing. So even as an agency, if you know what you're doing, you're going to run into a problem, which is called time. You know, you don't have time to help everybody on the same level, right? You have to start picking and choosing who's going to get the most attention because you only have so many Bettys at your office to help, so many Johnnies at your office to help. So you've got to bear down. And some people rise to the top based on their commission level and some sink to the bottom. Not always, don't get offended, but that's just kind of how most agencies work, all right? So what we built was something that could sustain bandwidth for everybody at that level, but also for the people that don't have a clue what to do, we knew automation was critical because number one, people don't like to feel dumb as business owners, you know, so they don't want to admit, I don't know anything about workers comp, but you know, typically they don't. Most businesses don't know what to do, when to do, how to do, who to do it with. And we don't train them that, right? We train them to buy it based on price and call this hotline if you have a claim. So contrast that to what you're about to see. So there was three main things that we knew we had to attack on a daily basis. And the first one was this, you have to build a digital team before the game ever starts to be played, okay? So contrast this to in the traditional work comp world today, almost all carriers or providers, TPAs or whatever, they work on a caseload basis, right? So their adjusters, are going to work on an average of 220. I looked it up this weekend. The average adjuster works on 220 cases. Now I know I've, I've met with carriers and some TPAs that just poke their chest out and they're like, well, our guys only work on 80, you know? And it's like, okay, 80, you know, good for you. But that's still 80 people every single day for one person to manage. It, tr truth is that's not possible. It's gonna be the squeaky wheel gets the grease, the cream rises to the top. I mean, pick your analogy. That's just how it works. There's a lot of, you know, uh, just discretion involved with that. And a lot of times, if you're not at the top of that level, you're just somewhere at the bottom of the 80 as a business owner. You don't like that, right? That doesn't sound good. And I wouldn't like that either. I want to know I'm number one. I want to know I'm getting all the attention. Um, and this is how we do that. So, we build these digital teams to help people traverse through and navigate claims whenever they're gonna happen. So it's the old set it and forget it type of model, but you gotta set it, you know, and you wanna set it before things ever happen. So I, I use this analogy a lot, but the best time to fix a leaky roof is when the sun is still shining. You know, it's not when you're in the middle of a monsoon. So in the work comp world, you wanna get ready before there's a claim. So you get in there and when a policyholder joins your agency or is about to come into the system, you help them build this team. And it's absolutely 100% customizable per policyholder because every business is different. Not every business is going to have the same people in the same positions. But what's important about what you're looking at is we surround and protect the injured employee. We're no longer going to cede that territory to the attorneys. We're going to build our own team around them, make sure that they feel the love and the way we do that is we automated all this. So every one of these special roles has a unique set of algorithms. And what we did was we reverse engineered each role individually based on their best practices. 
So it's kind of like if we had a magic wand and we can wave it and get that person to be an absolute pro instantly, that's what we built. And so it tells those people what to do, when to do, how to do, who to do it with, how long they should be doing it. So you don't have to know a thing about workers comp and we can get you to play like an absolute pro. And we can also take pros and just amplify their bandwidth. You know, both are critical. And so yeah, I think that's enough there, but we set these teams up and we get people ready to play the work comp game. The second thing that you have to do that's absolutely critical is make it easy for these policyholders to engage the pros. You know, they're running businesses. And so whether you think it's a small business or a large business, it's their business. And it, they're working on it full time, 24-7, 365, no days off. And so it's not easy to stop everything they're doing, go find their work comp policy, fill out a first notice of loss that's asking for gross weekly wages, data hire, marital status, all this kind of stuff. As soon as the guy's in the backseat yelling with his arm pointing in the wrong, wrong direction and everybody's trying to figure out where to go. You know, you have to make it very, very convenient for people to report these injuries. And so this is how we did that. We call it an injury wizard. And so, and basically, I won't go over the whole thing, but in four simple steps, you can have an injury reported to your team and usually takes anywhere from 30 to 60 seconds to do this. But just again, I will go through it just like super simple. You put in the employee's name, male or female. When did the injury occur? Just always defaults when you're using it. What happened? Write a book. You can write a two word sentence. And then it's going to go back to the point and click what kind of hurt. And he said he hurt his nose. Let's say a bruise, a dislocation, fracture, anything that might apply. And then anywhere they're in the backseat complaining of pain, you know, what's going on? It is point and click. And then if you'd like to upload photos, you can. I mean, you see all kinds of crazy stuff there, uh, but it's really helpful. A picture still worth a thousand words today, just like it always has been. Um, so if you're using your desktop, you can upload anything that's on your desktop. If you're using your app, you can sit there and use your thumbs and click photos. But I would say half the photos are injury related and the other half are what attributed to the injury. Okay. So it could have been, you know, water on concrete floors, uh, just all kinds of stuff. And it's again, very helpful. And then who's going to help? So here is where nobody has to go scramble. It's been, let's say it's been 280 days. They were about to have a pizza party for, 281 days, no claims, and then they have a claim. And now they don't want to go find their policy, who, the, who they're looking for. They, their team is already here. It's prepared. And you just pick the team that you want. And once you have that, you're basically done. The final step is just a quick review. And if everything looks good, you see it defaults with the policy number. All that's already taken when we onboard the policyholders and get their profiles built. And that's it. And then the third and final step goes to an injury in progress. And so this is where all the magic comes together. So contrast this again to nothing, paper folders or Excel. And this is a living, breathing ecosystem of teamwork. And it just has all kinds of stuff firing off at one time. All of this is automated. It's supported by algorithms. So people don't have to remember any of this. It's going to prompt the right people to do the right things at the right time and get that better outcome on 100% of the injuries that come through the system. So let me pause and just see if you're still with me. 
I'm still with you. I wish I could be a novice business owner and ask questions right now. I mean, the, the beauty of what you've done here uh, for, for business owners is there's 20 years of experience in how claims should be managed. That's been built into this software so that your business doesn't have to be an expert. The software Zenjuries is the expert for us. And, and the, the cool thing, I don't think we talked about it. There's a mobile app that people can have on their phone. That's right. And it's a hundred percent integrated. It's a native app, meaning that it's not just a pass through app. Like it just makes it easy to log in on your phone. This is built for two thumbs and speak to text, you know, so everything you do on the app instantaneously speaks to the uh, online app and it's in everything that happens there, you will see in real time here and vice versa. I'm thinking the cool thing for an app with pictures, especially on maybe some contractors job sites where there's flow up waivers of subrogations and contractual agreements and people are using maybe each other's equipment. When that bad accident happens and you've got an app right there with pictures, people corporate can see that instantly. Right. I mean, you don't have to be, That's right. you know, it, you don't have to be in the building. You can upload it to this and everybody on the team can instantly see what's going on, who was hurt, what caused the injury. Um, you can share that with your attorney. It's, it's all right there. It is. And it, it, you could be in the back of your golf swing, get a little ting and you pull out your phone and look at it and see, Oh, somebody's had an incident. It'll give you a hyperlink where you can go right into the situation and it's going to show you that first report. So you know exactly what's happening. And for the people that are actually using the app to report, which is cool, meaning you can report literally from anywhere on planet Earth, and it's going to geolocate your position. It's going to tell you where are your closest urgent care centers? Where's my closest emergency room? So you don't have to go wonder, what do I do? Where do I go? I mean, it, it just has a lot of this stuff that, again, all of this, none of this is rocket science. And all of this is part of every claim. You're going to have this. This is the redundancies, right? You have the same thing happen every single time. It's just a new person in a new place. So you want to try to get these things on rails as quickly as possible. So it's very thoughtless and you can just go through the system and it's going to push that claim through the system a lot faster without the typical friction and the frustration that you find in the traditional work comp model. So one of the, one of the things that we haven't talked about or fully that you mentioned earlier is, is you, you said that this software, your software negotiates a 30.3% better out, better claim outcome. Yes. So let's, let's yeah. back into this here. And I, I don't want to get too far into the weeds, but it is disadvantageous to every business out there when an insurance company throws up a reserve that's higher than what it needs to be. Uh, when that reserve gets uploaded to NCCI, it increases the mod and the, the business ends up paying more in workers' compensation premium. I mean, it's a slanted system. For every time a business uses workers' compensation, they'll pay three to one. The benefit of a software like this for businesses and for us as agents is if you're able to negotiate a 30.3% lower cost, then mods are in line, businesses are saving money, and we can kind of fact check the insurance companies a little bit on our side because you've got data backing up what you're seeing. I love that. Okay. So yes, let's, let's, let's just kind of do a little bit more of a deeper dive there. Okay. Because this is, this is what it's all about, right? If, if we're not going to move the needle, 
there's just no time for any kind of whistles and bells in today's world unless it's really going to do something. So it's the, the proof is in the pudding, as we like to say. So 30.3, obviously, that's a real number, right? Or, or, or it's a crazy number, but it's also a real number. So what we've done is we've taken NCCI's uh, traditional work comp data, and they post it every single year. Anybody can get to this data. And it shows you what their pure and their combined loss ratios are over the last 21 years. And so we just took the last five that we've been operating versus the last five that they've posted. And that's the difference in the cost per claim on average. So some of them are way better. Some of them aren't as good. And a lot of that comes from who's participating, how well they participate, because these outcomes can get better and better and better. But the big thing about the workers' comp system, you think, how can, because a lot of businesses are confused like this. They think, a lot, you know, I know you've talked to them too. A lot of businesses think workers' comp is just a system. It's all the same. What, how, what do you mean you can, you can change the rates and you can change the, the numbers? No, it is absolutely 100% subjective. And it's the one insurance that you can influence the most as to what you're going to pay and how you're going to pay it. And so let's think about the workers' comp system. When there's a claim, one of the very first things an adjuster is taught to do is properly reserve that claim. And so reserving is where they say, okay, it's a $5,000 medical bill. We did x-rays, MRIs, all that stuff. But now he's going home and I've got this knee that's just really mangled. So my job as an adjuster is to say, I'm anticipating this thing to go 18 months there's going to be lost wages. There's going to be surgeries. I'm going to hang another $130,000 in reserves over here to pay this claim out before it's all said and done. Now, that $130,000 does not literally come out of their banking account and go sit in a slush fund to go fund this thing. It's just a number on a piece of paper. But that number on a piece of paper, which we identify and, and post for you real time, is really going to become real to the business owner. Because like you said, that 130,000 does exist on their mod calculations, on their premium calculations, in their loss runs. So it is like 130,000 got paid out as far as the business is concerned. So what the adjuster has done too, is they cannot, I mean, they cannot under-reserve costs. If they miss these costs and they under-reserved it, they could end up tanking their very insurance company. Like it's, it's an art to them. And quite frankly, they get to use that money that is now earmarked as a reserve and they can use that money in investments and all kinds of stuff. And that's insurance 101, boys and girls. So don't get mad about it. That's just how the system goes. And so that it's, you could consider that if you're already thinking, well, that's a conflict of interest. Well, okay, it is. <laughs> all right, it is. But you don't have to just sit there and let it go through the system slowly and surely gathering strength until it hits that $130,000 reserve. Because by that time, they've already made money off of it and they can afford to you know, let $130,000 go. They're just not that interested in making it go for seventy. dollars But the business owner is. The business owner is thinking, I don't like the sound of $130,000 at all. Why can't we get it at fifty? dollars Why can't we get it at sixty dollars or seventy? dollars Well, the answer is you most certainly can. I mean... Well, it, whatever you can, there is fluff in that number. Okay. That's the point of this. So there's going to be certain costs. There's going to be the going through the system, 
But that's why return to work programs are a big cost cutter. Light duty programs that make it available for somebody to come back and re-engage mentally and physically, that's a big number. And these aren't my, these aren't just perceptions and hopes and dreams. This is statistical data now, folks. So if you want a better outcome, you can get on average 30.3, but that means that number for somebody that's really applying themselves and working as a team, working inside this ecosystem as a team is going to get much, much better outcomes than 30.3. And you can, and that's going to be something that's a significant uh, player in your future premiums, in your mod calculations, but it's not all about that. It's also has a lot to do with what you would consider your most valuable asset. How did the employee feel? Did they feel like you loved them, that you took care of them, that you really did make them feel like an asset instead of a liability? Or did they feel alone and afraid and ostracized and they don't even know what to do, what they did wrong? That's a big concept that you need to understand too. It's like, we, we, we like to pitch ourselves as love the injured. And I really believe that, you know, at the end of the day, if you ever seen an attorney's commercial, who are they talking to? They're talking straight to your injured employee. So who do we go after too? We go straight after their heart too. You're not, like I said before, we're not seeding that territory anymore. And this is a chance for you to prove that, you know, we work together. We make sure we, that, that they're heard, that they're seen, and they're made sure that we're working as a team. We're working our butts off to get them back to work and re-engaged and reintroduced back into uh, full gainful employment as quickly as possible. So it's a hell of a system and it's producing really, really good results. There was so much loaded information in what you just said there. I feel like we need to go back and kind of break some of that down. Uh, you're hundred percent right. Uh, the, the claims adjuster has too many claims and they almost always, I, I they almost always over reserve the claim because it's better for them to come in with a lower number than what they reserved. The disadvantage to a business is if they're not managing that number and that gets rolled up into reporting, that means that your business is probably going to pay more for workers' compensation because of an increase in the experience mod. The adjuster does not know probably how the experience mod is, is calculated or what, what's going on. Your insurance agent is probably not looking at these on a quarterly basis. And that if, if you're an agent out there or a business, the beauty of a system like this is you get a third party that's managing it for you 24 seven. And this is what they specialize in doing. My favorite thing about this software, when we talk about reducing claim costs by 30%, that's not saying that the injured worker isn't getting care. The injured worker is getting care. But I mean, imagine an experience where that injured worker walks into HR and says, Hey, I've got a problem. HR logs into Zendries. They've got doctor's notes. They've got pictures of what happened. They know exactly what they're getting paid on a work on a, on a weekly basis. They've got notes from the most recent claims adjuster all right there at their fingertips, as opposed to today, where maybe we log into a insurance company's website. Maybe that insurance company has notes. Maybe they don't have notes. I mean, I, the fact that we as agents can't even get real-time data on a worker's compensation claim blows my mind in 2021. Same. And so this, I guess the beauty of this and the, the, the thing about workers' compensation is we want to put the injured worker at the center. They're your company's biggest asset. 
We want to get them back to work. We want to make sure they're taken care of, but we also want to kind of keep the insurance company in check and make sure the insurance company is doing the right thing. Fair enough. Couldn't agree more. And at the end of the day, isn't that, isn't that okay? I mean, isn't that what we're supposed to do? And, and to your point, the fact that this stuff is not on everybody's phone right now has always been one thing that's blown my mind. Like you can, you can pinpoint any radio station on planet earth with an app I just saw the other day and immediately listen, listen to what everybody's listening to in Uganda right now, real time. And you can't tell me where's my employee? What's the reserve? When's their next doctor's appointment? Can they come back to work? Is there any restrictions? I mean, why is there so much mystery involved? And obviously that's a loaded question. I know the answer to that, but it's no longer, in my opinion, okay. And in my opinion, also, it shouldn't even be tolerated. I mean, it is time to advance significantly. And so that's what we're doing. I mean, at the end of the day, none of this is rocket science, right? This is simple communication quick, and it's designed to erase all of the fat and the fluff and the waste that is just typical in the every claim in a traditional work comp system. And that's what we do. And the better we can get people to participate in this ecosystem with us, we're going to get even better result than 30.3. I mean, up to, I mean, we, we've seen significant decreases and not just the cost in the time frame it takes for a claim to go through the system. And that's a big deal too, because there is a lot of claims out here that should have been closed over a year ago that are still open. They're still festering and they're still being used against the employers. I mean, it's just unbelievable as what's tolerated in today's work comp system. Uh, but we don't tolerate it. You shouldn't tolerate it. There's an opportunity now for you to quit tolerating it. It's just a matter of just do people want to wake up to a better opportunity? Jess, can you, can you share a little bit? If I'm a business owner that buys this um, and maybe I've got questions about a claim, when, when does your team get involved and interact with that business? So when that's what we call that the pro plan. So the pro plan, when we have our pros involved, it's instantaneous. So the way that works is when a, a business works with us, whether they come to us directly or whether an agency is using us and deploys us for those policyholders, we'll help that policyholder create a personal profile. We'll help them create their company's profile, which is where, again, we start fixing the leaky roof while the sun's still shining. We'll put the policy number in. We'll get all of the players in the right places. It's like the good to great philosophy. Get all the right people on the bus and in the right seats. We do that before claims ever began. And then we teach them that when they do begin, all you have to do, we know you're not going to remember any of this. All you have to do is just go here and start the claim process by taking us through a 60-second idea of what just happened you know give us these four basic pieces of info and then it's like flipping on the bat signal in the sky and batman comes so this is how you flip the bat signal on and then your team that you've already negotiated that's who's coming to the rescue which is a big deal so we do that right out of the gate we don't wait for claims we we, we anticipate we hope nobody has claims right we want everybody's safety programs to be flawless but an accident is an accident for a reason. It's unpreventable sometimes. So one of our worst claims ever was an employee was just running to the post office 
and was hit by a drunk driver. There is no safety program in America that would have prevented this accident from happening. Um, and so it was a, it ended up being a, a quadriplegic paralyzation, uh, $14 million case. Uh, so the point of that is injuries can happen at the, at the spur of the moment. And there's some of them are just unpreventable and you have to have things in place when the chaos begins because claims don't, they, they don't have manners. They don't care what your feelings are. They're going to absolutely start abusing you right out of the gate. And so you need people that know what they're doing engaged as quickly as possible. And that's what this app and uh, these solutions and these people that we staff are all about. You know, it's just a, it's a giant supporting cast. So one of the things that we talked about, I think last time when we did our first demo that I thought was really cool um, was when we talk about putting that injured worker at the center of the claim experience, Zendries actually manages what the injured worker thinks. And you want to talk a little bit about how you proactively do that? Yeah. Uh, so we do have a very special play. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And so you think about the teams, if you notice on the teams, it's grayed out. Like, so we don't have a position for the injured employee on the team. Right. And that is on purpose because there's going to be some, what we call big boy conversations taking place. And some of them may be fraud. You know, you might have to bring that up. That does happen. Bad faith does exist, right? And as an employer, you want to be able to call that out. And we need to know that. Also, when they start seeing reserve costs, they think big paydays. They don't understand that's not, you know, you're not about to win the lottery. This is just what's been set aside. So there's a lot of reasons you don't put your employees in the team with you. But that doesn't mean we can just assume they know we're working for them and they've, they're going to be fine. You know, they're still going to be afraid. They're still going to feel alone if they don't have something helping them as well. So we created something that we refer to as the Zen Garden for them. And it's their own specific place in Zendries. And they're actually, we're, we're actually, this is a good time to announce this, but we're less than a week away from launching uh, Zemployees.com. And it's their very own place where they can go and create their profile. And they're gonna communicate with us on a weekly basis or more, it's up to them. Uh, but at least weekly, we have automation that draws them into the situation. And we really ask them two things on a, constantly, on a, on a constant basis. Number one, how do you feel about this claim progressing? You know, are you, are you okay? Is there any frustrations? You know, on a scale of one to 10, pick the smiley face that best describes your feelings. So they don't have to do a lot. Number two, tell us about the workers' comp injury. How do you feel like it's progressing? Are you getting better? How's the pain? All that kind of stuff. Scale of one to 10, which smiley face uh, best describes you? And it's amazing uh, like the feedback we get on that stuff. And we give them a place to make notes if they want to kind of just tell us what's going on. There's a place for them to uh, memorialize their next appointments and what's that, what's that going to look like as well as on our side, we have a appointment setting features that integrates with them. So they know when their next appointments are, all that kind of stuff, stuff you would have thought that existed already that just doesn't uh, adjusters don't do that. That's going to come a shock to most people. Adjusters don't set appointments. They don't do that kind of stuff unless maybe it's some of the worst claims, uh, maybe their top 10 worst claims or something, but on the majority, people don't know what to do, when to do, especially the injured employee. And so when we built this little Zen garden for them, just to feel like they're part of the team and they do get to see who's working on their team. 
they can communicate with you. And if you look in our, our communication, we didn't really go over all the nuances of how the system works, but this is a communication tree that's, that's time stamped and date stamped. And it tells what everybody's doing all the time. And uh, it's chronological. Uh, so anytime the injured employee communicates with us, they go over here on the right, they have a very special logo and everything they do is kind of shaded in red. So, you know, alert, you know, you need to look and see how are they doing, you know? And so it will, it will give us an opportunity to kind of take their proverbial temperature on a weekly basis. And we get fantastic results from that. It's very simple, very simple communication, which is actually a very important part of its success. Um, full disclosure, the first time we made it, it was very, what we call robust. It had all kinds of features and all this kind of stuff. And the utilization was just terrible. And so not only were we mad, we were frustrated, confused. And so as we began working with these people, understanding that less was more and the easier we made it for them to maybe just point and click, kind of wade into the waters very easily and slowly, the utilization went through the roof. And uh, so it was very exciting. And it's still exciting to watch that stuff come to fruition. And so they'll also have their own app like Zendries is an app. They're going to have their own employees app. And it's just going to be very, very easy for them to feel a part of the team and do what we need them to do quickly to get back to work uh, as quickly as possible. I don't even know what to say here. Uh, businesses, <laughs> there's not a single product that I know of on the planet that's doing this. There's not a single insurance company I know that's got an app to allow an injured worker to communicate directly with a team of people that, uh, that, that's, that's working on their injury. If anything, it's probably a generic uh, claims at company.com. And by the way, make sure you put your case number in there because we don't want to identify who's working on the small claim. Fair enough? Oh, that's totally fair. And you know, to your point, I, I'll tell you one quick story about the employee because it's important, you know, you have to think about it from the employee's point of view. Okay. Nobody ever wants to think about that, but I, I imagine for one second that you're a carpenter and you got hurt and you go to the doctor, you have some prescription pain things and you're, you're laid up for a bit and your wife is there. Your kids are just getting home from school. They're wondering why dad's there. And she's asking, well, what, I mean, once what happened and all that's found out well, now she's thinking, well, are you getting paid now? And he's like, I don't know well, who's going to pay for the prescription? I don't know. What about this doctor's appointment next Tuesday? I don't know. That's real. I mean, I'm not even kidding. Everybody is, doesn't know how to get through this system from the injured employee's point of view. And so it is critical that you pay attention to that because the attorneys do and they prey on that. And so you've got to make it very easy for them to just tell you how they freaking feel. So the best story I've got of that is we always, well, when the employees are using it, we always get their feedback, right? And so anytime it's under a five rating on a scale of one to 10, we kind of put a high alert like, hey, you better watch this. Well, this guy was rocking along about seven and eight. And all of a sudden he comes in with a one, which is almost the worst. And so we're like, holy cow, let's call him Bob. Bob is about to get an attorney. I mean, it's high alert. He's upset. And so it's like, can we reach out to Bob and find out what's going on? So HR did. HR reached out and said, Bob, tell me what's going on. Just saw I got a one. And he's like, well, I'll tell you what's going on. And this was in the South. If you can't tell from my uh, accent, this all started in the South. 
And uh, this guy's like, well, I'll tell you what's going on. Uh, this adjuster that you've got on my case here, he's hanging up on me, you know, when we're talking. And then she's like, what? You know, and he's like, yeah, he's just hanging up on me. And I'm, I'm about sick of it. You know, if he doesn't want to work with me, I don't want to work with him. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, let us just figure out what's going on. Let me call the adjuster all this stuff. He's like, all right. She calls the adjuster, you know, hey, I just heard from Bob. He's really unhappy. And just was like, really? Why? I just talked to Bob. It seemed like it was a really good conversation. And he said, well, he says you're hanging up on him. And it's like, I hanging up on him. And she's like, yeah. It says every time y'all talk on the phone, you hang up on him is what he thinks. And he's like, well, I don't say bye when I hang up. You know, I find that be a waste of time or whatever. So I just kind of hang up the phone, but I do that all my life, you know, even to my mother and all that. And she's like, well, would you do me a big old favor and just start saying goodbye before you hang up to Bob. And so he made a big deal about going back and, you know, saying, apologizing about that and, and telling Bob, you know, goodbye every time they hang up. And the next report that we've got, you know, from the, how you doing was just tens across the board. And he's like, listen, I love this guy now. You know, he's so friendly and I really appreciate all the effort everybody's doing. Just completely changed everything. And it was just the craziest thing, but that is real life people that really happened and that still happens today because, and a lot of it maybe wasn't the goodbye. Maybe it was, he was afraid. Maybe he did, he thought he was still going to get screwed. Maybe he didn't, his wife was asking questions. He didn't have the answers to, and he was blaming it on goodbye, but all of that matters. And you better pay attention to it because there is a lot of people out there preying on that type of vulnerability and they are paying attention to it. So you've got to have this stuff in place. And as you can see, Nobody has time for all this. There's the elephant in the room. Agents don't have time for this. You're paid to sell. Uh, Policyholders, businesses, they don't have time for these claims managements. They've got to go fill a new position now. That, that's an empty slot that somebody's got to produce. And are they going to hold that job open? Do they close it? I mean, what do they do? Like people don't have time. And if they have, if they're going to get more time, they usually have to hire somebody to create it, right? And that's a, it's just not sustainable. So you, if you're, if we're being truthful, you have to have something that automates all this high volume, low value tasks that comes with every injury. And if you don't, you're just not going to get 30.3%. You're not going to get hardly any percent. Matter of fact, it might go up 30.3%. And that happens every day in the traditional work comp system. So that's the magic of it. It's just the automation, the willingness to work as a team on one ecosystem. So you break down all these walls where everybody's hovered behind their own four walls and you bring them together. And we all play in this one sandbox. You're going to get a better result. The result's going to depend on how much action and activity you do at the right time. But the faster you are at responding to the pings and all the uh, automations, the better off you're going to be every single time, period. I would think that this software would also, you'd be able to identify real quickly. Like I'm trying to, I'm imagining maybe a restaurant chain that's a multi-location restaurant chain. And so you're seeing maybe, maybe there's more activity there than the normal person. And you're able to instantly see whether you have issues with a provider, whether you have issues with a claims adjuster. Um, it's real feedback that your business can use to make sure that that experience for the injured worker is a positive one from beginning to end. Well, to your point, we actually have a feature. I don't point out a lot, but it's, um, let's see. I don't think 
Well, it looks like I don't have it on this one, but we have a feature in Zendries that will actually rate people based on uh, how good they're performing. So it's kind of like the Rotten Tomatoes of movies, uh, but it will literally take every user and give them what we call a Zendex score. And those Zendex scores will basically tell you how good you're performing based on what injuries there are. So it's, it's just a very subtle way to say, hey, uh, your activity matters. And right now you're the weak link. You know, Todd's rocking out up there at 98%. Jess is a close second at 82, but you're at a 40. Basically means you're not doing anything. You're just ignoring the system. You, and, and it just automatically holds you accountable, which is kind of good for all of us, right? It doesn't make, we don't have to stop what we're doing and go say, hey, listen, you suck. I need you to be better. The system's really going to do that for you. As everybody's working on an injury, there's nowhere to hide. You know, everybody's going to see you're the one that's not pulling your weight. You're not doing a thing. And again, none of this is rocket science. It's not like we're act, asking you to go get a doctorate in workers comp. We're just asking you to participate when the system asks you to do your job. And then once you do it, you're out of the loop again. I mean, you can go do whatever you're going to do. You don't have to set reminders. You don't have to go chase people down. It's all here. It's all hosted here. So just do the minimum and you'll have a really good score, which helps us all to get a really good outcome. Imagine that. Taking care of workers when they're injured and they need it the most and doing it in a positive way. So the software is zenjuries.com, www.zenjuries.com. And then I'm assuming they contact, uh, there's, a, there's a place on the website to schedule a demo or contact you for pricing? Yes, all of that's right there. Super simple. We're doing this all day, every day. Um, as you can tell, probably, we love it. It's a wonderful system. It that's needs to be... It needs to be, everybody needs to be retrained to understand it's the best insurance you can possibly spend your money on because we're not just fixing a car fender. We're not building a building back for you. We're going to make a human being whole again, healthy, wealthy, and wise. It's a great system. People I know, I know, uh, I know some agents out there using the software. We're going to use the software. Uh, we're going to change the dynamic to make sure that we are taking care of those injured workers. Uh, Jess, I just want to thank you for doing the demo with us today. And if you're all right, I'll stop the, the screen share right now. Is that cool? Yeah, that'd be great. All righty. So we're going to get ready to wrap up today. Is there anything else that you want to talk about before we end our podcast? If not, I've got a few questions for you. Listen, I could go on for absolute weeks if you can't tell. So let's have you ask the questions. <laughs> all right. Well, these are just the wrap up questions. Um, what are you reading right now? Oof. Um, reading The Great Gatsby. Um, I know that's probably something you didn't expect, but um, that's, uh, that's actually something that I'm having to help my son get through for his schoolwork. So to be completely honest, that's, uh, that's where we are. And um, other than that, I'm not in a, a, one of those uh, self-help books right now, even though I've read a treasure trove of them. That's all right. I, uh, I told somebody in one of my groups the other day, every now and then I just need a break. And I, my favorite type of book lately is one that has a message, but it's not the self-help message. It's somebody's journey, yeah. you know, something like that. And here's how they persevered and, and got through. 
Well, I'll tell you the one I just got through reading uh, that I enjoyed, and I, that was the second time I read it, and it's an older one, and it's called The Art of the Start uh, by Guy Kawasaki, and he was the, like the uh, evangelist for Apple when they first started going, and uh, he's a pretty popular guy out west and still does a lot of stuff, but I love that book. It's a super, super simple book, but it just talks about just the passion it takes in the beginning and, you know, kind of, and this is good for anybody, not just like software companies or things like that. So don't think, Oh, well, that's not me. Everybody starts something at some point in their life. And it just talks about some really cool dynamics involved with that. So I, I would highly recommend it. To anybody that's into that kind of stuff. We'll check that out. Art of the start. Is that, was that what I just the heard? Art of the start. All righty. All right. Next thing. What are you spending more money on than you should? Oh man. Well, I can tell you it's not clothes. Uh, it's probably, um, it's probably car related. So I am a, um, my wife thinks I'm a city boy. I think I'm not, uh, but I like to drive a land cruiser. That's not normal. So uh, we, we do this off-roading land cruiser stuff and I really don't take it off-roading cause I don't want to tear it up, <laughs> but it looks awesome. So I spent a lot of money like putting Gobi racks on the top and taking off the traditional rack. We put ARB bumpers that were built in Australia on the front and the back. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. I've got a red jerry can, which is completely filled with nothing. It just looks cool. Uh, so I look like I could survive a zombie apocalypse and I probably will if it happens, but I spent way, way too much money on that tin can out there. Oh man, you're going to have to send me a picture. I want to see that. <laughs> you like it. That's awesome. All right. And the last one, uh, you get to, uh, you get to end the podcast today with one piece of advice that you'd like to give the world. Oh man. Let me see. If I had to say just spur of the moment is enjoy today. And that's not easy. Everybody has a month's long schedule already planned out you didn't finish last month's and it's all feeling like it's pinching you and coming together if you let it so i have a picture when you first walk in my office i'll send you that too and it's about perception and it's got three people standing in the rain and two of them are just debbie downers and they're just all mad that it's raining on them and one person is just kicking the water and just loving the rain. And it's interesting, but that's real life. And it just teaches you that no matter what your condition, what state you are, it's all what you choose to be. And if your perception is today is the day for me, then it's probably going to be a great day. If your perception is I've got too much going on and I didn't finish last month, I got this whole month coming up. Life's kind of miserable, but if I can get through the spring, I might be okay during the summer. Forget that, you know, enjoy today because it's all you really truly have. If you think about it. Perfect. All right, Jess, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, zenjuries.com, you're on LinkedIn. JD at zenjuries.com, JD at zenjuries.com by email and any other manner you prefer. All righty. This was, uh, it's always great talking with you. Thanks for coming on today, sharing right. software that you're passionate about. Uh, businesses, I encourage you to check it out. Agents, same thing. It's great software that's going to 
not only change the, change the claims experience in a positive way, it's going to have a better outcome for the injured workers. Jess, thanks so much for your time today. Pleasure's all mine. Here's my Zenfuchsia sign off. Thank you.